0: Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Wonder
1: soul. You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble.
0: They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun, Cal. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders.
1: I'd like a good story and i know that nowadays you get so many through video games through movies and tv and stuff which you've always had but now it's even easier to access and i think books and st- those kind of stories is kind of becoming a lost art form in some ways it was somewhat yeah i mean i think it's always going to be something but i think there will come a time where people be like you guys put this on you know paper and you know <laughs> sold this to people why didn't you just like you know get a camera and make a movie or do something you know what,
0: what, what, what were you too cheap to animate it like, yeah what are, you
1: doing? <laughs> what are you doing you barbarians you cavemen with your paper and your books yeah but nah man I understand Jason I, I just I've always been into stories I felt bad over the years though that I didn't keep reading like as a hobby like when I can get into a story you got me uh, that's, you know, Brandon Sanderson's The Way of Kings, or The Way of Kings, uh, we're gonna talk about this m- next Monday. Me and Cow. we're gonna get into that next Monday. Um, I'm a slow reader as you can tell, but this was a pretty thick, this boy is thick. It's a lot of, uh, good story. And <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I'm just not, I'm not a speed reader. It's not even a speed reader thing, man. I got distracted. There was like a whole week, like, last week where I I just completely slacked off. And then I was like, Oh shit, I was supposed to do this episode. I got to get this book done. And then I go on audible. and like, it says that it would take 24 hours (laughs) to finish this. So 24
0: hours straight. So either I got to just
1: like go in a room, lock the door and just shut up the world and just listen to this book and just go, all right, all right, speed the shit up. Um, But yeah, man. So we're going to do that next, uh, this coming Monday night. Um, But we still wanted to, get into something tonight and so we're going to talk about a couple things and we'll get started we're we're going to talk about some dc stuff some nintendo stuff um and they're all going to connect and whatever comes up comes up that's just kind of the cool thing about wonder talk it's more of just kind of a conversation but i kind of wanted to pick some subjects so i could pick luton kyle's brain about some of these things because i know that he's very intelligent and uh also very into <laughs> what i know I'm like, like, like intelligent. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a smart dude kyle give yourself some credit man but you're also very like passionate about a lot of these subjects and stuff and it's almost like a, a very natural awesome conversation to have so uh these are why some of the subjects and we didn't get a chance to really get into the snyder cut thing so that's another thing i was like i know it's kind of old news technically i guess it happened like i was so last week man. last week <laughs> if you haven't talked about it now then what are you doing uh <laughs> so that's why we're going to open up with that because I, I i haven't really i know you were on a podcast recently weren't you or yes, yes. uh okay yep. do you want to go ahead and uh well let me pump the brakes loon cow would you like to introduce yourself to everybody and also at the end of that you you're more than welcome to plug that podcast, and we'll and we'll jump into the Snyder Cut talk. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yo, I totally can. Cool. So, hi, my name's Kyle. I go by Loon Kyle on the internet, typically. Uh, I am a YouTube content creator. I do a lot of uh, gaming videos and gaming streams over there, but I am also one of the co-hosts of the Shanlin on Batman podcast, which is a uh, podcast me and my buddy Justin do, where we talk about... DC Films, DC Comics, and really anything related, related to DC properties.
1: <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Uh, yo, <coughs> <coughs> caught me a moment. <emotion. laughs> I was like, oh, he's finished already? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, that's great. Yo, if you guys haven't checked out Loom Cow, dude, this, this will be like one of your fourth or fifth times being on the podcast, which is... Bro, I'm going to have to get like a, a little card with like stars on it and stamp it. And each time you're on, you get, <laughs> get like a, I don't know, we'll work it out. Free if, something. if I come
0: on five times so I get a free sub. Yeah,
1: exact, exactly. Yeah. That's what <laughs> We'll keep it up and we'll have like a leaderboard and yeah, yeah, we'll work it out, man. We'll have fun <laughs> with it. I do appreciate it, man. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't have you back on if I didn't enjoy talking to you,
0: right? It's always a pleasure to be here. Man. It's always fun,
1: it. man. And I enjoy your content, uh, especially... Uh, your streams on YouTube now, and you're doing a lot of like what would be the word? I guess like original independent type content that's not live stream, that's like you editing and doing these series. I know you're doing the crystal, uh, the crystal dust. No, is that, uh, that?
0: it's yeah, the crystal Nuzlocke crystal, yeah, uh, Chris, crystal clear Nuzlocke
1: crystal clear. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: like, I, I have that series going, which I record, and then you know, I edit it and post it online like yeah. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying the that process because in the past i've always been exclusively a live streamer
1: yeah
0: it's, it's easy i love just being live being like hey <laughs> you in chat i'm doing my thing right now and then once i'm done i'm done i don't have to worry about it yeah yeah <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm kind of putting my hands in multiple different pots and just you know seeing seeing what i can do and testing my skills where i can
1: heck yeah heck yeah man i think you're doing a really good job with that too man um well have you noticed any like major differences or like what are the biggest hurdles so far for you doing like video editing and kind of taking that approach because i know you've been like creating content for a while like a handful of years now so you know it's always uh, there's always going to be a learning curve but have you noticed anything like is it just the time consumption i think that's what scares a lot of people it's like if you really want to do a good job with a lot of these things you got to watch what you just did Like second to second, minute to minute.
0: Yeah, there there's part of it. Like when it comes to people consuming content, Mm -hmm. whether it be live or you know, pre-recorded and edited, there's different expectations. Like if people are watching a pre-recorded, edited video, they just they just naturally have a higher standard. Like they expect better quality audio, better visuals. They expect the idea to be nice and tight, no, no, no pauses, no dead quiet parts yeah. you know like <laughs> you got you got you got to be on top of stuff so there's definitely a lot of points where like i'll do something i'll look at it i'm like mm-hmm, i could probably do this better now unfortunately with like the crystal clear now it's like it's hard to go back and redo it because that's like gameplay and then you get to a part where you save the game you can't really just unsave the game yeah uh but with other other uh, other videos that i've been doing it's, it's a little bit easier to look back at and go yeah let me do another take here <laughs> uh, i'll just you know erase the last five minutes and redo it i can do it better than that so yeah. that's that's been a big hurdle is being you know trying to be critical of your own work to a reasonable degree like if if you allow yourself to be hypercritical you're never gonna get anything done because you're just gonna be like oh it's never perfect it's never good enough i'm just i'm just not why am i even trying you know yeah so sometimes you have to be one of the let it go for to a degree Mm -hmm. let the let the people judge you and you know figure out how you can just improve it for next time
1: yeah yeah man i mean it's really hard especially you know you have to find that balance of like putting out your best work without letting the perfectionist side of you take over and almost kind of like disabling you paralyzing you from you know doing something because it's never gonna be Quite good enough but i feel like you know each time it's like practice man you're gonna find that each time it gets like easier for you you're gonna notice this one thing that you want to improve on and you just keep going with it man and and yeah you're right the probably in the beginning i think one of the harder things is you have to be your own critic your your own coach and and allow yourself to be honest and go okay you know i think this is good and it's better than the last thing but i still think i can do better here or maybe You know, stuff like that. So to me, the video editing is fun, but I don't think people take in, uh, you know, take into perspective the the fact that if you're doing multiple things, so if you're you're streaming live and then you're also Mm -hmm. doing video editing and you're doing, you know, there's some people that they only do one of those things and that's fine, but it's also like this juggling and, and, you know, there's not enough energy and time in the day to do all of it. Like, uh, yeah, there there really isn't, (laughs) yeah, to do all of it in the way that you know, sometimes you wish, like, oh, I wish I could have streamed more, but you know, I actually got to get this done, or you know, I want to do this and that. So, it sometimes becomes like this, uh, cluster. I I have
0: got found myself in that situation plenty of times where I've been like, kind of want to go live right now, but I also kind of need to record (laughs) and you know, start editing the series that's supposed to go up tomorrow. I should probably. Do that work and then maybe do something else. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's all about like the the balancing, you know, and yeah. just kind of finding the pace that you you know like that you like to do things at. Like, well, you know what, I'm gonna do like this many streams this week, and I'll only just put out like one or two videos, and then we'll we'll, we'll go from there and, and make adjustments accordingly. But I either way, bro, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it again. I'm impressed by it. I think it's really good stuff. So if you guys haven't checked out Luke Kyle on YouTube. Go over there, check them out, subscribe, and uh, enjoy the content, man. Um, Jason, in the chat, Jason seven nine eight. Everyone makes mistakes, and you have to learn from them, dude. Exactly, yo. Like you mm-hmm. have to, you have to get out there. You gotta try. Uh, it's anything new. You're gonna have a learning curve that you have to, uh, you know, just kind of go with. And just hopefully, if you put in enough time and practice, you'll be good. You'll be good.
0: How does how does that one saying go? You know, like. Why, why do we fall down? Like, what do we do when we fall off the horse? Oh,
1: oh! I thought you were about to talk about uh, <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> no, it was something like
0: He might have been one that said it, I was like, yeah. when, when we fall down, it just makes it so we get oh. better uh, picking ourselves back up and trying again.
1: Basically, yeah, man. Like, you, you you learn more from your failures than you do your successes, I think. like, um, yeah, 100%. I feel like when – I'm going to actually kind of look this up while I kind of ramble for a second. I think it was Alfred – who said that in the Christopher Nolan films? Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the whole thing about Bruce and that was that he fell down that freaking, that bat cave and <laughs> <It> traumatized him. <laughs> the, the actual pit in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Alfred's like, I got to make sure that this, like, this kid's going to be on I should have probably plugged that hole up a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Why do we fall, though? I'm going to, you know, make a lesson out of it. All right. Let me look at this uh, real quick, guys. We're going to switch over. All right, so uh, this is the screen that's going to have all the cool stuff on there. We're gonna, Oh, nice. We're going to have all the videos and stuff like that. Go ahead and make it a little bit cleaner, though. Um, so what is this? This is Alfred, why do we fall from the Christopher Nolan epic, which actually we're going to bring up here in a second for a moment. <laughs> but uh, let me go ahead and play this, and we'll go from there. Yo, wow. I
0: can't get enough of those movies. I I love that whole trilogy.
1: Dude, I'm saying, bro. I'm saying, and that's a good segue, yo. (laughs) That's a really good segue. We're about to get into uh, the release of Snyder Cut, right? But before you can talk about anything, you got to know where you came from. So I got a couple things here, okay? I don't know about you, Loon Cow, but if you had to, real quick, who's your favorite DC superhero? (laughs)
0: should come as no surprise but my favorite dc superhero is batman batman i just just love how he's not actually a, a super powered hero yeah he's just a a guy that has a lot of passions for fighting crime and he uses the only resource he really has which is his money to become very skilled very highly trained to perform the job
1: yo exactly yo so if you guys don't know that would probably be my answer well so not to copy you, my friend, but where did it all start? It wasn't really here. There's a couple other things, but this is actually the Tim Burton, with uh, Tim Burton Batman with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson as the Joker. This is one of my all-time favorite movies, man. Um, just the atmosphere, just the 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 music, the score, and the, and just the fact that we had a live action <clears throat> a live action Batman movie is bonkers to me honestly then unfortunately (laughs) we had what batman returns which was i thought was good penguin catwoman it was a little bit darker (laughs) in some ways uh so
0: very tim burton-esque
1: so yeah like i'm not the biggest like tim burton fan i think sometimes he just kind of has his stamp you know like he did alice in wonderland and but Mm -hmm. it was like oh this is very much like tim burton's version of this and you know like he has that kind of dark when i don't know if gothic is the type of uh vibe he goes you could probably you could probably get away with gothic yeah my work yeah dude gothic yeah he has like a gothic spin on it but then batman went into this stage of like you know what we got batman forever uh <laughs> supposedly from Pat Collins on this random TV network, WWOR TV, said uh the the best Batman uh yet. So this is supposedly better than the other Batmans, but this had Jim Carrey on it. Or on, to in be fair
0: it. though, I would say that Val Kimmer's take on Batman is highly underrated.
1: Yo, it is, but I actually recently heard him in an interview talk about how he hated being batman like he's he he basically said that anybody could be batman because some kids Mm -hmm. visited the set and they don't really care about bruce wayne like they don't really care about who that person is it was just like when can we see batman he's like oh i gotta get in this uncomfortable suit (laughs) (laughs) and show up to these kids but you know, dang kids ruin everything. <laughs> These kids. <laughs> but then you have like you know Jim Carrey is the uh, the Riddler, which I thought was actually a really good casting, even though this is probably I forgot when this movie came out, but he definitely kind of had that way way overboard energy that Jim Carrey does <laughs> and stuff. Um, I yeah, I, that was
0: like Jim Carrey probably one of his most Jim Carrey esque levels, and
1: yeah, and yep. then
0: you had uh, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> trying to be more like the joker than than anything else <laughs>
1: yeah like and and he's kind of one of the more forgettable villains like you know tommy lee jones as two-face like, like i love tommy lee jones but i
0: think he was a lower point for for that movie for sure
1: yeah dude i would i definitely agree the the batmobile did have kind of a sick look you can't really see it on the video but if you guys need to look up batman forever and look up the uh the batmobile the batmobile was pretty tight is this when they introduced the bat nipples and stuff, or was that... Yeah, it, oh, it was, that's when
0: they had the bat nipples on the suit.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> but then we also had... Have... I would
0: love to hear the costume designers be like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. This, this is the thing right here. The suit needs nipples. Uh, Yeah, that was... It's it was like, uh, uh, excuse me, I'm pretty sure this is a kid's film. Why do we need nipples on the bat suit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that doing? What's the
1: benefit we're of that? We're supposed to be
0: making toys off of these.
1: Exactly, yo. <laughs> I, I mean and then you get you get robin which was kind of cool i, I kind of was a little upset about how the <laughs> nolan trilogy did approach robin but we can get into that in a minute they,
0: they tried something different but yeah i respect it
1: um yeah they did yeah they did uh it was like what at the very end you find out his name is like <laughs> his his name
0: is actually robin he was from an orphanage or something
1: it's like, oh, I I get it. Too bad the movie's over in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know what happens if anything happens. That, um, this is where it just got ridiculous, guys. This is where I think it just kind of went. I think this almost killed Batman as or DC movie Like superhero movies were just in a weird place. I, being a 90s kid, you're a 90, uh, 90s kid, Kyle. Uh, I mean, these movies were just so epic, man. And especially if you're into comic books, the fact that we were getting these and like all the marketing and they had like the the cups from McDonald's and they had all the different things that were going on. But this is Batman and Robin uh, that had, oh gosh, George Clooney as Batman, which to George me
0: Clooney as Batman, Arnold Schwarzenegger as, the, <laughs> yeah. as,
1: oh boy. <laughs> uh, as Mr. Freeze and then Poison Ivy, uh, Uma Thurman. We had Batwoman or Batgirl, which was Alicia Silverstone. I don't know what she did after these movies. I actually don't know what she's really known for. If you guys do know, let me know. But yeah, that's when it just kind of got ridiculous. And I remember the big thing about that movie was George Clooney uh, or Batman had the Batman credit card or something, didn't he? (laughs) You remember that? (laughs) Credit card. Yeah. I'd never leave the Batcave without it. It's like, dude, get the hell out of here, bro.
0: And it's yeah. like even weirder too, because like that whole that, that credit card part comes up at a scene where they're like bidding on going on a date with uh poison ivy or something. Yeah.
1: It's oh, like yeah. this is just so
0: bizarre.
1: Yo, wasn't that with him and Robin or something? Or yeah, he and
0: Robin were like bidding against each other, and it's like, uh Okay.
1: What? Who wrote this movie? I wanna know. Uh like what a <laughs> comic is this based off? But it's all good Not though. Much. It's all good. I mean, yes, uh, there there have been other DC movies uh, like uh, the Christopher Reeves Superman movies, which uh, uh, like a couple of them are really good, just like iconic in a lot of ways. But then they also kind of took that direction where it was just like, where are y'all? Mm. What is going on? Um, but it, it's all good now because we finally got the Dark Knight trilogy uh here what 2000 i know 2008 was the year that i think the the dark night uh, i think
0: it was oh five oh eight, and then 2012 2011 2012 something like that for the last one
1: yeah yeah for the dark Knight rises and stuff dude these these really started a lot of new trends in movies uh cinema in general but especially for superhero movies, they they were actually starting to be taken more serious because these are superhero movies, but they're yeah, not like, in some ways. That makes sense. Like
0: you could definitely like take the whole superhero comic book Batman thing out of the movies, and I think they'd all still
1: stand on their own pretty well. Hell yeah, dude! And it was just like that. We finally got this really, uh, you I wouldn't say unique, but. So Batman, the original one that we talked about earlier with Tim Burton and stuff, it, yeah, it went over. How many times have we seen Bruce Wayne's parents get killed in that that alleyway? Too many. <laughs> but that's really yeah. That's that's really all that people think about as his origin. So when we got Batman Begins, and we actually got like him going and training and doing all that stuff, and him like coming up with the suit, the Batcave, I was like, dude, this is crazy. And it wasn't even just that; it was this realistic uh just complete approach with it that it felt like wow somebody if they wanted to be batman <laughs> i feel like they could actually be batman this is where to start <laughs> this is exactly where where to start so you know you just got to
0: get really rich and then go find
1: a military contractor to make the gear for you and then you're all set yeah that that's it just remember you have to have a lot of money so <laughs> a lot of money <laughs> but i mean obviously whenever a lot of people talk about superhero movies um and just movies in general i know like i think our recent generation will attest to this but the dark knight gets put up there as like a lot of people's favorite movie up there in their top 5 top 10s a lot of the time it depends on like how much you know how many movies you've seen but still like that movie is one of the only superhero flicks that i could really literally watch over and over and over again and mm-hmm. not and not get tired of it i mean i remember going on YouTube and looking up the interrogation scene with uh, Heath and and, uh, and oh gosh why am I blanking on who played Batman? Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Well that's okay. <laughs> Christian Bale is kind of a forgettable Bruce Wayne. No that's not what yeah. I wanted to say. I mean he was alright. He, he doesn't
0: it, stand out quite like the others do.
1: Yeah I was going to say like he's kind of like I wouldn't say forgettable
0: but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Christian Bale has also had a lot of successful acting yeah. in other other franchises. So you know, I, that, he, it's not necessarily the first thing you jump to when you think of
1: Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the fact that he had that ridiculous voice for Batman. Where's the trigger? Yeah, I was like, what are we, what are we doing here? Uh, I, I got to show this real quick because this is just so freaking this is just so awesome. Um, But yeah, dude, The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, R.I.P., man. One of the best performances, man. Uh, Just from an actor alone and taking such an iconic character and making it different. And uh, yeah, let's just watch a little bit of this real quick before we get into everything else. Routine? Not exactly. Just casting all together was... Frickin' amazing for these movies. Top-notch across the Damn you! Wow.
0: <laughs> Never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. He can't feel the next... See? I'm getting chills just thinking you about wanted it.
1: me. Here I am. You wanted me. See? what you And you didn't Even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? Where's Dent? And we could get into it, guys. I just, I, because this isn't really the discussion, but it it just feels like you have to address what came before. And and so the Dark Knight trilogy, uh, the Christopher Reeves Superman movies, all the Batman films, all the Batman films. Like, there's been a lot of Batman movies. Like, Batman and Spider Man have probably some of the 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 most movie incarnations different actors different versions of them out there live action i i i don't know maybe that's not so true i know like the hulk has had a couple different people play bruce banner at his tv show that's marvel but um like all the avenger characters that we're so used to now they never really had any love up until iron man came out in this whole mcu
0: like the last 10 years or so yeah
1: nobody cared about thor or captain america as much as we like i think 90s generation go back
0: back like 12 years ago and try to find somebody that loved ant-man
1: yo exactly like somebody was like yo that's my guy uh most people were just like really into like i think 90s kids loved the x-men because the X-Men animated series, like Batman's animated series was top notch. Um, And then Spider-Man, because he also had that show on Fox Kids and stuff like that. So, you know, I think it's just like some of the other characters just get pushed to the side. But that's something we'll talk about here in a minute. Yo, before we do, shout out to Uncle Mike's World. Thanks for the sub, my dude. Hope you're having a good night. Welcome to the show, dude. Welcome to the show. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, here we are. Marvel did did the whole MCU, obviously a ton of success. But what about DC? Um, what about the Justice League? What about Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, <laughs> The Flash? Now, on with, paper, it seems like it would work out just fine. I mean, right? I look. This is this is the thing about the Snyder Cut. And that's really why I wanted to bring all this up. I know there's a lot of, you know, lot to get to this point, right? But you just got to remember, you just got to remember it's not just Marvel and stuff like that. Like there was like a lot of stuff that came up before then. Uh when it came to Man of Steel. Wh- what were your feelings on Man of Steel, bro? I generally like Man
0: of Steel quite a lot just cuz I'm actually not a super big fan of the pretty perfect Superman that is usually always depicted in comics and previous movies. So I actually like the idea of having a, like a younger flawed Superman who had to kind of find his own way and has had to like grow into the character. Right. Like I was totally into that. And I, I know that wasn't everybody's cup of tea. I totally respect that, but like I thought it was a great jumping off point for what was going to be to come eventually.
1: Right. Right. I totally agree with that. I think that, um, i haven't really sat down and watched the man of steel in like a very long time it feels like like it's a weird movie because there's a lot of aspects of it that i'm like yo i really dig this i like this approach but then there's also like oh shit <laughs> like what <laughs> uh, there, what was probably one of the complaints about Christopher Reeves uh, Superman was that there wasn't a lot of action. Sure. These movies were filmed at a time where, you know, CGI and all the stuff that you were so used to now in cinema wasn't probably in the best position to depict, you know, a flying human being doing some really superhuman stuff, but Mm -hmm. for what they did. And at that time, I still think they captured the essence of what makes Superman Superman. Now, I think the problem here with the DCEU when it comes to Superman, cause I love Henry Cavill. I think he did a good job for what he had. I think he looks the part. I think he also plays a really good, uh, Geralt in the Witcher. If you guys haven't seen that, please check it out. Um, but yeah, Zack Snyder, uh, there's like a love hate thing for me and Zack Snyder. Cause I think the guy has a lot of talent and, and I, there's a lot of things where it's DC. Now, where do you feel about this, Loungcal? Do you think DC overall kind of had to do the opposite of Marvel, so they didn't oversaturate this market, or do you think this was going to be their plan all along and just take this different route, the darker route, and just go here? Here's Zach. Just make it all. You know, make this whole universe. I don't think they necessarily had to do something completely
0: different, like, I think you can definitely mix the two and do it yeah. well. I mean, if you think about the, just the way the comics are, like, even they have, you know, either, even though there's similarities, they still have their own little quirks here and there yeah. that kind of help them stand out, and just, even in the general tone, like, yeah, DC comic characters usually are a little bit more gritty, a little bit more mature, and kind of on a realistic sense, uh, mm. realistic, end. so it makes sense to take the movies in that direction,
1: but... <laughs> but... <laughs> but when 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 Superman's snapping necks and Batman's just randomly killing people he's not randomly killing people, but there was just like this he
0: he's definitely blowing up some
1: people he's he's doing some some dark shit uh Batman's you know, yeah, in the eighties got a lot darker, but if you guys remember Super Friends, if you remember the Adam West Batman, like there was a lighter tone time. But I I also felt like yeah after the '80s happened DC was just like yo we're 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 taking this shit serious <laughs> I think it was like when the Dark Knight Returns came out stuff like that and uh, you know I I kind of liked that though in a lot of ways like I liked like the Netflix Marvel stuff like Daredevil Luke Cage and that wasn't that was pretty gritty and realistic that was a little bit darker I mean you had the Punisher. That's pretty gruesome and gory a lot of the times. That's not, you know, Cap throwing a shield and saying, hey, no swearing, okay. <laughs> so it's a lot different. Um, But before we continue, just because I think that this is a movie that I'm going to rewatch very soon, and in as a standalone, before they wanted to make this whole universe and stuff, I think this movie just has a lot of beautiful uh, cinematography. Hans Zimmer, uh, Zimmer's, like, soundtrack is... Dude, it's he it, always knocks it out of the park, sends chills down my spine. So, let me. This is actually just the teaser for Man of Steel. This came out in 2012, guys. Like, it's been oh eight years. Goodness. I just when I saw that date, I was like, dude, we have gotten so many movies like <laughs> in eight years. Uh, it's crazy. So, here it's just a minute. This is uh Man of Steel's official trailer or teaser trailer. All right.
0: It's crazy. I think like back in the day, you'd get like maybe one or maybe two superhero movies a year. Yeah. And that's so how much nowadays.
1: No, dude, they're all the time. Oh my gosh, honey, get out of here. Nobody likes your ads. I love this whole approach, man. Like this was kind of like them wanting to do the, the Batman begins, but with Superman.
0: I, and I think that's a great idea to take the character in.
1: Yeah, I think just people were kind of like. We'll give the people ooh, Russell Crowe, with this voiceover. Mm. They will race behind you.
0: They will stumble. They will fall.
1: Yo, let me pause it real quick. People like to give Zack a lot of crap, right? And then they want to praise the Nolan. No, Nolan was an executive producer for this. Or no, he was a producer and produced yeah. uh, producer Christopher Nolan, director of the Dark Knight trilogy. So he he had some input on on a production of it. Exactly. Maybe that's why we did get this kind of Batman begins esque, you know, approach. It's like, hey man, it worked for Batman, and it's like people were just so stuck in their ways of thinking of Superman as like this Christopher Reeves, da <laughs> you know just like Bro. right like
0: throughout throughout time that's that's always been the Superman's is that the Christopher Reeves take on it yeah and I don't know if people were necessarily ready for a different potentially edgy take on the character no?
1: <laughs> exactly let's see we'll finish this teaser real quick but in time
0: they will join you in the sun in time
1: yeah will help them accomplish the only thing about Zach. Hold on. There's a, yeah, there's only one thing about Zach, and I saw this in Justice League and Batman versus Superman. It's like he just grabs a comic book, he'll flip through the pages, or he'll Google search, like Google search Superman, and he'll look at iconic like poses and photos, and be like, "Well, just make sure we put that in there." Cause uh, haven't we seen this <laughs> the young Clark Kent with like a red cape kind of thing and his dog stuff? Like, there's these images. Uh, I- i'm sure that was probably from a comic panel somewhere yeah which i mean i like i think it's a cool way to pay respect but it also feels like sometimes it's like super obvious like bro do you even know what superman is man Nah, i'm just (laughs) yo they did this whole teaser and they're like man of steel they didn't even show superman until right here when
0: he's way to the very end before he realizes oh wait a second
1: oh this is a Superman <laughs> movie oh, hell yeah so Man of Steel is something I gotta rewatch there are a couple parts like when he lets uh what's his face die that was kind of upsetting
0: oh yeah when he lets his dad die yeah
1: like the tornadoes <laughs> are coming along and he's just like go
0: Clark get out of here it's Like, like I, I get the intention of that scene yeah. but I don't think it comes off the best on on the video
1: me either i don't think so either uh
0: (laughs) that's kind of the movie in the nutshell like i get what they're going with yeah maybe the execution wasn't as good as it could have been but i I still enjoyed it for the most part
1: now after that wasn't it just batman versus superman because we what did we get right up we didn't get anything after man of steel except for all that there, there
0: was there was a pretty big jump in between man of steel and uh batman versus superman um I don't remember the reason for that, but I think that's when they
1: were like, yeah, we're going (laughs) to, we're going to move forward to making this a whole universe. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, Oh, Marvel's making tons of money. All right. (laughs) so That's what we got to do. Batman versus Superman. I don't know about you, man. One of my most disappointing movies of all time. Because on paper and expectations wise, I was like, Oh shit. Ben Affleck's Batman. Some of the images we were seeing like that one image of, ben affleck's batman uh standing next to the that batmobile it was like one of the first released photos and it was just like oh shit he looks badass like he just looked built well like ben had been hitting the gym non-stop he was hanging out <laughs> with henry and they were sharing workout plans and diet plans and he's like dude i'm gonna get you stout man and i was like yo this could be this is like kind of jumping the gun a little bit but maybe it could work maybe you you would you know add these two characters have them have conflict and obviously they would join voice uh join voices join forces and and uh like you know fight a common foe and oh my god that was just a clusterfuck dude uh yeah and i have
0: I so excited uh, for that movie were you I, like, I, I don't think I was as disappointed as most people but it, it, I will not lie and say it was a great movie it had a lot a lot of <laughs> issues and that theatrical cut specifically is kind of an abomination that should Ooh. have never been released at all uh, thankfully they did eventually do the extended cut which still has a lot of problems don't get me wrong there's still right. a lot of stuff in the movie that probably shouldn't have been there at all but I can get into that but it does fix a lot of some of the convolutedness of the middle part like it actually does actually explain some of the motivations that some of the characters have yeah Yeah, that's true (laughs) yeah but like there there are whole parts of the movie that should have just cut it save it for something else like that entire last third of the movie where doomsday shows up no dude they're gonna kill superman just like just don't kill superman don't have doomsday involved in this in this movie you know just just fo- let focus on Luthor and him manipulating batman and superman save wonder woman for freeze movie save doomsday for justice league save the death of superman for justice league you know just <laughs> don't combine like five storylines into this one movie let's just focus on like the three we have here and then we'll go from there.
1: <laughs> that, and that's really it, bro. Like you hadn't you didn't really change a lot there. You just cut out like a lot of that ending and some of the story like, that leads you up. You can to- still
0: have, like Stufer do his political scheming. Yeah. Hit Batman and Superman against each other. Right. You can then have more time to, you know, develop the relationship there. So it's not just an instant like, oh, my God, I hate, I hate <laughs> Superman. Let's let's kill him. Kill him. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. <laughs> Alfred, we got to kill this man. (laughs) Let's not, let's not go, you know, full 100 here, Batman. Let's, let's take a second to relax.
1: And I mean, (laughs) I guess you're supposed to believe that this, this Batman, he's been Batman for a while. He's been through some shit. Uh, We see the, I think, I don't know if that's Jason Todd's Robin outfit.
0: There it's, uh, I think it's been confirmed to
1: be Jason's. Is it? And there's all, man, there's, there were so many rumors that, uh, jerry leto's
0: things that are flown at the throat the window it's like oh my god there's Robin suit and he was killed by joker or Harley quinn or something yeah it's like, like wow okay wow sure Which, you can allude to that but it's like are we gonna you know dive into
1: that in a future movie yeah why are you no. just <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> the flash is popping up and going he, oh god yeah like flashpoint <laughs> stuff is being injected it's like i
0: forgot about that oh no
1: yeah dude <laughs> yeah um
0: I'm here to set up another movie
1: (laughs) which hasn't gotten made yet and everything's gonna yeah that's why you don't put all your eggs in one basket I mean that's really it like you can build a universe but literally if you took your time that shit would have worked really well I think I think that the direction and atmosphere still could work but they just tried to use Batman v Superman as like yo it all starts here and we're going to do like a whole phase of Marvel movies in one, one movie. Now, I, I don't know. Do you remember this? I'm going to show this for everybody. And I am legend. <laughs> there was a, uh, like a bull, uh, like, a, Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> That's right. The little, uh, movie poster.
1: Yeah. The movie poster in Times square <laughs> up there, you know, while Will Smith is out there all alone there, they, it was like, yo, Batman versus Superman. So that was so funny when they got announced, but, uh, Yeah, obviously it didn't work out like that, but I didn't know if Mm -hmm. many people knew about that. And um, I do want to watch one more trailer before we get into the Snyder Cut. um, Because, I mean, while I'm looking this up, uh, besides Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, and Man of Steel, how how have you liked the rest of the DCEU? Like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. I almost forgot about Shazam.
0: For the most part, I, I like most of the movies. Um... I guess, like, if I had to make a tier list, you know, I'd probably put the, like the Zack Snyder stuff kind of in the middle, but then mm-hmm. towards the top, I'd put, um, like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam. Those all work a lot better for me than the other movies did.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman was good. I thought it was, uh, like that, that also
0: has some of its own issues, but for me, I think it, it lands on its feet a lot better than, uh, the Zack Snyder stuff did. Yeah. I, I still think, you know, there's a lot of things around the, that final act that you could probably go back to the drawing board on a little bit, but I, what? I think for the most part, the, like the themes and the messaging hits where it's supposed to.
1: I think that a lot of these movies, and I think you could almost throw Marvel into that category too of just like not really knowing how to wrap these movies up some of them have really nice conclusions like one of my all-time favorites would be just everything going on near the end of infinity war right like Mm -hmm. even though that movie is kind of like a two-parter still just like the the everything that's going on you have this group over here in Wakanda you got uh you know Tony and them on that planet fighting Thanos you had all this stuff going on but it, it it felt like, wow, dude, there's a lot at risk here. Like, we don't know what's about to happen. But then, like, Batman versus Superman, it's just like, oh, Doomsday is here. Oh, Wonder Woman showed big up. Big
0: Monster shows up. Now yeah. we got to fight the big
1: monster. <laughs> Do you know her? Never met her. Cool, let's fight. And uh, let's go to this <laughs> island because, you know, everybody shitted on Man of Steel.
0: Everybody's already gone, so we can go over there and fight without yeah. risking lives.
1: I thought that was kind of intelligent, though, uh, to make it that Bruce Wayne saw all the shit go down in Metropolis on that at the end of Man of Steel. That was yeah, kind of cool.
0: That that part works really well for me.
1: But maybe it was Funny, a little that's, over. That's
0: like, totally something he would do, too. Like, okay, yeah, that, that's that's a fair enough reason for him to not like Superman right there, yeah, I guess.
1: Killed a bunch of people. I
0: don't know if he would go as far as being like, we have to risk everything we'll <laughs> yeah. murder him right now. It's like, whoa. even if there's a 1%... Chance, that's, Alfred. You're supposed to be a very intelligent person. I yeah. think we should probably think this through a little bit more. I thought you were
1: a detective, Batman. Jeez. <laughs> All right, we're going to show the Batman versus Superman teaser, guys, because we have to. Uh I haven't seen this in a while, but I think this was pretty good. And that's another thing about a lot of these movies. Uh, They get you kind of hype. You're like, oh, sh- this is going to be good. And then... Well, that's a matter of opinion, so let me go over here and switch this up. they showed all the best stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate when that happens. All right, here is, let me actually go right here. We're going to mute. Tonight's Lo-Fi is brought to you by The Bootleg Boy on YouTube. Check that channel out. A lot of good Lo-Fi hits for your nights if you like it, or if you listen to Lo-Fi in the day, that's cool too. There's nothing wrong with that. Lo-fi all day, every day. Okay. All right. Here's the Batman v Superman. That was another thing. They just put v. They didn't say versus. They just put v there.
0: <laughs> like how people know what it means.
1: Yeah, they'll get it. Dawn of Justice.
0: And somewhere out there, somebody goes, Batman 5 Superman. <laughs> Is it really
1: what? surprising <laughs> that the most powerful man in the world should be a figure of controversy? We, as a population on this planet, have been looking for a savior.
0: We're talking about a being
1: whose very existence... They are not telling us the
0: truth. ...challenges our own sense of...
1: Okay. Just from watching this trailer. just, just-
0: Some of the imagery in this trailer is so good. It is, man. I, it, that's- it's hard not to get hype for this movie when yeah. you don't know what's actually well, going to happen.
1: Well, Zach does a really good job of making something look good, but when it comes to story... And certain things, it's like, uh man, come on, dude. Did you like the whole concept of like the almost like the philosophical debate of, you know, this God that walks among us, this alien, like, you know, this realistic approach to if Superman was a real thing, this is what the world would do. Do you like how they kind of took that approach with that?
0: I actually did like that. Yeah. I think it was a... Maybe a little bit ham-fisted yeah. Just it was just like, oh yeah, well, there's all these rallies, people. Ah, yeah, you know, not liking yeah. them. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there's still a lot of people that are just kind of ignoring all the good he has done, just yeah. kind of hyper focusing on the the bad stuff. I, I get it; they're trying to create this dilemma for Superman to make him like question why, you know, why is he doing this in the first place. I feel like they they probably should have just made that. The focus of of the movie itself, and then maybe not even bother with the Batman. Like they could just have this whole storyline in Man of Steel two, where people are doubting whether or not they even need him to be there, and he's second guessing his attempts to be Superman. Yo, right? Like I like that. That that's a movie in itself. We don't need to kind of jam it in in this other movie where Batman also has his own plot, and then Doomsday shows up <laughs> out of nowhere later.
1: Oh, I, I the, the really the doomsday thing is like the uh, cherry on top. I, I I look. I agree with that. I think the well, why they are acting that way is because of what happened uh, in Metropolis and the large scale event that was when uh, you know everything that happened in Man of Steel. I think in a lot of ways, relying so heavily on the story of Man of Steel, kind of you know maybe if you kind of said yeah that stuff happened but we're kind of past that obviously you know like superman's had time to maybe i wouldn't say redeem himself but to do other things you know maybe there is that group of people that are like yo but my house got destroyed when you were you know fighting this alien creature and stuff like that (laughs) you know like maybe well let's we'll get more but you know obviously in this trailer that's such a big thing um because you hear all these people like uh Neil deGrasse Tyson was even saying, like, talking about this alien being and stuff. But let's finish this real quick. Priority in the universe. Human beings have a horrible track record of following people with great power. power. corrupts, And absolute power corrupts. Yo, that's another thing. Kanye West said it best. No one man should have all that power. And everybody's, like, just worried about this <laughs> this super being and him not really having a side. He's kind of neutral. He's kind of like, yeah. He's in America, but he's also like all about Earth. Uh, you know, if you guys have ever checked out the uh Superman Red Sun, that's a really interesting like yeah. well, uh what are they called in DC? Isn't it like just like a not it's like a story that's uh, in a different reality? Uh, the the Else Worlds? Uh, yes, Else Worlds. Yeah. yeah. So definitely check that out. It's a,
0: a cool little one off store that's not connected to any of the main continuity. It's just its own little thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's a cool
0: concept. I especially love uh, the Red Sun. I think they're they doing haven't... an
1: animated version of it or have already done an yeah. animated version of it. Yeah. The animated one is out. I haven't watched it yet, though. Or yeah, maybe I'm, it's not out. i out. need to check it out sometime. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Uh <laughs> Let's get through this uh statue of Superman.
0: Absolutely. Chaos. Maybe he's just a guy trying to do the right no, we thing. We know better now, don't we? The
1: devils don't come from hell beneath us. They brought their warrior. No, they come from the sky. The world has been so caught up with what he can do that no one has asked what he should do. No, 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 no. That's how it starts. Ding. The fever. The rage. Yo, Ben Affleck looks dope as Bruce Wayne though, for sure. That turns good men. 书 Epic ass line. See, so, yeah, I like the fact that they kind of changed something with that, though. You know, so it's like I was uh, busting on uh, uh, old dude from the Nolan flicks and saying, like, uh, the way he kind of, like, hey, rough my voice. But I like how they gave Ben this, like, I don't know. Give like,
0: an actual voice changer. Yeah, it makes, yeah. A, lot, makes a lot more sense. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I have the extended version of Batman v Superman. Um, it didn't really make the movie better it did help with certain things like you were mentioning like the the original cut is just like a uh, but yeah
0: that i'm glad that version doesn't exist anywhere else
1: yeah exactly but this is kind of leading up to the snyder cut i know we took a while to get there but the Snyder cut the release of Snyder cut whole campaign movement thing that that's happened since justice league uh justice league was hella disappointed for me as well now we know like if you don't know there was uh, Zack Snyder had some like a family uh tragedy that happened during the 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 making of that film so he didn't get a chance to finish justice league uh but he Pretty much got most of it done. At least that's what the word is. Obviously, because there is this. The so myth. like, yeah. Do you supposedly,
0: know? he he got like the filming done. All they needed to be done was like the editing, special effects, right. that kind of stuff. Fortunately what happened was that 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 uh, that crisis did happen for him and his family, and mm-hmm. that's a terrible thing to happen. But then. Pretty much been confirmed since then that Warner Brothers used that as an excuse to get him out of there, cut ties
1: Ooh, with him. Really?
0: Yeah. So like they kind of use that as like a cover up almost, and then they're like, all right, we we gotta bring this other guy in and finish the movie, because I and I kind of see it from their point of view at that because at that point, what has Zack Snyder done for the the franchise? He's released two movies that were critically kind of meandering and not necessarily the most beloved by fans. They didn't make the most money. BVS was a disappointment in terms of what they expected to get out of the box office. So they're like, eh, (laughs) (laughs) let's just kind of, let's just kind of, you know, move this along and we can move on to other projects. So that's when they are like, well, why don't we get the, why don't we get Joss Whedon? You know, he, he he has experience doing these superhero team-up movies.
1: Yeah. So and they got
0: Josh Whedon to, to come in and finish the pretty much the editing and special effects of the movie.
1: Now, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice had a budget of uh, between 250 to 300 million dollars. Box office was 873.6 million dollars. So, I mean, it was going to make money, but I it think, made money. I think, but when, like, yeah, go ahead. When you have Batman and Superman teaming up or like fighting
0: each other. You expect to make all the money.
1: <laughs> you expect to make all of the, the money, yo. And yeah. they didn't
0: make all the money. <laughs>
1: they didn't make it at all, yo. I, and that was the thing I, I think I remember hearing about that that Batman v Superman. I, and I think the same happened to Justice League. It had like some of the worst second week drop offs, uh, because yeah, people went and saw it, and they you know spent their money to go get tickets, but then after that, it just went all the word got out. It's like, yo, this movie sort of sucks or it's disappointing or whatever. You know, you had these different opinions that weren't positive. You know, most of the time you want people to go see it week one and then go again and tell their friends and word of mouth gets out there and it just like really just explodes everything. And, um, yeah, man, it just like, just didn't work out. It didn't work out for them. Um, so it made its money but then justice league like you said having josh whedon come in there and not only that he tried to lighten it up he tried to make it funny marvel avenger-esque and batman had some stupid ass jokes in that movie uh you know and and then we obviously get the infamous you know superman mustache stuff where they had to cgi yeah. henry cavill's upper lip because he was doing what mission impossible at that time
0: yeah he was in the, the mission Bash
1: movies at the time yeah and
0: they're like well i'm under contract from them to not shave my mustache so <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> such a weird contract clause man. <laughs> damn yeah i it, it just felt like it no, wasn't laying the filming or or working
0: on a compromised are just like i oh, want just cgi over it. it's fine
1: yeah and it's so obvious too man it was just kind of one of those things like you've i've seen still framed images or screenshots of certain moments with superman and, and you're just like that doesn't look natural that's not his real lip and then you'll i've seen like behind the scenes pictures of him you know in the costume but you know be, before the editing so you just <laughs> and i was just like oh my gosh dude and like Most I, nice I, superman so i like henry dude and i know we've spent a lot of time but i feel like this is a good opportunity to just kind of what led to this so we got justice league and it was a disappointment right and it was nothing like the first avengers or anything really that marvel has done and i don't almost feel like it's fair to compare let's just remove marvel let's just say marvel yeah. hasn't done anything like there's no mcu let's just focus on dc sure did marvel have some kind of influence on some of the choices that warner brothers probably made with some pacing of like we were talking about like shoving yo know, we gotta get we gotta catch up with these guys so let's make <laughs> all these movies into one but um you know since justice league or before no it was after we got aquaman um we had we we did get wonder woman before justice league right and then shazam i think that they've been better and i think that they've kind of course corrected in some ways and they've taking a they've been taking a lot of uh constructive criticism to put it lightly um but now we're in this weird point where we're getting robert patterson's batman uh it's up in the air about henry and what wh- where his superman's gonna be we got wonder woman 84 coming out so obviously you know gal gadot's still wonder woman and they're doing that the flash yeah, like, movie has been you know we're still in
0: getting- Sequels to a lot of uh, the like the DC movies that were successful, so like we are getting that Wonder Woman, the Aquaman two. I think there's mm-hmm. also a Shazam follow up in the works. There is. Yeah. That's a little bit more questionable, but uh, yeah, there's that. So like the ones that were successful and made money and were were hit with people critically, those are still being worked on. But then like everything else, they're kind of like, all right, we're gonna slowly start phasing phasing out everything else and working towards this new batman to this like this new beginning
1: yeah and where where are you at with that though because then we can get into like the snyder cut but like knowing what led up to this knowing where they're heading to with certain characters and even completely recasting some and kind of just doing a completely different projects in an almost different universe or it, it would, would it almost feel like DC's trying to get away from the whole connected universe type thing? Do you think that the Robert Patterson mm-hmm. Batman's going to be like, oh, yeah, there is Superman and Wonder Woman and these people in here?
0: I th- yeah. I think at first they're going to try to keep everything separated, but yeah. I don't think they're going to completely ignore the possibilities of connected stuff later on. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, look what they did with the Joker. They had this Elseworlds kind of take on Joker. It's a completely oh standalone thing. I forgot oh, all about was Joker. A huge hit. That that made a ton of money it was really popular critically. Yeah. So that's like, well, do yeah. they just kind of keep releasing individual moves like that, or are they gonna try to bring Joker into the fold later on once things have kind of settled and they have like a, a solid groundwork? That's a possibility, and I, I wouldn't doubt that they're gonna try to do it because mm-hmm. you have a popular take on a character, you want to keep using the character, obviously, but we'll see if uh The actors want to, you know, come back for like a follow up in that sense. Or they just want to cut ties and be like, all right, we're, no, we're done. You have to go find somebody else now.
1: (laughs) Now, what, what, what do you want? Like personally based off of their track record, do you want more one-offs kind of like the Joker and just take these characters and, and just focus on these like just really good standalone stories and then maybe drop little hints that if you ever decided yeah. to make things, it wouldn't be like, what? How are you telling me I that?
0: Would, I would love it if they just focus on making good movies first <laughs> and then a connected universe second.
1: That's kind of sad I, that we have to say that. that. Just make a good <laughs> movie, please. That. I think...
0: Like, I love connected universes and I love seeing, yeah. like, oh, there's there's that person from this other movie. Yeah. and oh, like, That's so cool. and That's part of the reason why I love the Marvels movies a lot. But Just give me some good stories first.
1: Do you think people are kind of burnt out on the whole cinematic, everything has to be connected universes? Or do you think that? I think so. Like Marvel's still going strong. Yeah. But outside of Marvel, all these other ones, all the
0: other companies trying to do these connected universes have not been able to get them off the ground. Like you got the Dark Universe, the the DC Universe. Yo. whatever, Whatever else is out there. Like everything is kind of just not succeeded
1: and and but you know from their failures some really cool shit's coming out like the dark universe has the the invisible man thing that came out
0: now it's like having this high budget like action movie franchise now they're like okay now we're gonna do like indie horror movies which is probably what they should have done for the beginning exactly like if you look at where the universal monsters came from
1: low budget horror movies like
0: that's that's been those movies since the
1: beginning yeah and the fact that they were like tom cruise you're gonna be our robert downey jr basically to this whole thing you (laughs) know it's like no no stop let's not do that (laughs) there are rumors or are these fan casting for having tom cruise be green lantern um i don't know maybe i think there's
0: probably better options out there there's a
1: lot better options out there um yeah i think that you have absolutely just knocked it out of the park which is saying that you know besides marvel nobody really is getting that formula down and also the fact that look marvel i don't know how much of a plan they did have you know we were watching it develop you know if especially you're into that stuff like i'd go to websites and go like oh man there's rumors here what's going to happen where is this all leading to uh so they were kind of making it up as they go now that people are kind of taking that formula and, and trying to you know, take it and and replicate it. I don't think it works everywhere. Not only that, man. um, I think the success of standalone movies like The Joker would would help DC kind of say, maybe we don't need to as much. Maybe that's not really the goal that we should be going for because if you can make a really good one movie, (laughs) then people are going to want more. But do you think it's also our generation has been so use to sequels so not even really connected universes because sequels are essentially the 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 first connected universe because it's a story that continues in a separate film Mm -hmm. right so but the connected universe the thing is it's like a whole different character like what if it was like so and so but it's still related to so so it's like a
0: sequel but it has a completely different character. Different set cast. Different
1: yeah, yeah. So it's like but it will
0: a, eventually come around and tie back into the original yeah, couple yeah. movies on the road. That's like, okay.
1: <laughs> because, I mean, think about like the 2000s, right? We, we We got the Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. We got the Spider-Man movies were coming out. The Dark Knight – everything's a trilogy. We had Star Wars. We had all these different things. So it's like you didn't just get one movie. You got a movie – that was based off of a book or something that had many books. So you knew that you're going to get this whole series. And obviously for, a, from a business perspective, it must be like, yo, now we can sell, you know, not just the dark Knight, but the whole trilogy. And we're going to make more <laughs> money. Cause we're selling three box things, for the <laughs> bro. The star Wars box set that I, I think there's one out now that has a whole Skywalker saga. So this what nine films, Damn, bro. Yeah. All the MCU in movies.
0: to repackage like nine movies and sell them to you. <laughs> you
1: know, they'll take it. Yeah, exactly, man. So I like sequels, especially if you are into uh, you know certain worlds and characters. Of course you want to see new adventures. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when you have something like uh, The Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, where it's like, yeah, this is multiple stories. And so we have to, if we're going to make one movie, we can't just make The Fellowship of the Ring and just go, all right, we're not doing the other two, all right? So just use your imagination go read the books, which, you know, probably should have done anyways. I mean,
0: unless you hear that, uh, was it the, the Divergent series? I think they got three-fourths of the way through their movie <laughs> franchise and then they're like, ah, no, we're not going to make the last one. yeah. <laughs>
1: We don't feel like it anymore, though. Uh, if they really want the story, they can go read the book. It's go read it. So here we are with the release of the Snyder Cut, man. Uh, what what do you think about this? Do you think it's going to... Like, what are your expectations, man? Like, do you think this is just a way to get so, people into HBO Max? Do you think this is a redemption well, for...
0: That's obviously part of it. Like, yeah. if you look at it from HBO Max's perspective... Yeah. Because of the coronavirus, a lot of the productions they had are no longer able to finish what they were working on. So now they're like, we need content for this platform.
1: Big brain. Turns out
0: when when, uh, AT&T acquired uh, Warner Brothers or or whatever they were doing, Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, hey, would you know, there's there happens to be all this footage here for a pretty much (laughs) movie that never got released
1: <laughs> and i just i could just imagine one of those like 10 film reels like in a dusty closet <laughs> and warner brothers like what the snyder cut <laughs> let's just use this <laughs> <No> worries, <Jason. laughs> use so, all the deleted scenes from well, all the from movies a
0: perspective, it is a no-brainer for them to put invest a small amount well yeah i say small amount but still like 20 million bucks but like as far as like movie productions go that's a small amount yeah so like invest a small amount actually finish this product and then use it to like rally all those people onto your platform. It's a no brainer.
1: And now are they doing reshoots? Like I've heard even talks that Ben might come back to. So from
0: what what I've heard, uh, there's no plans on doing reshoots or anything like that. There are a couple of scenes that they do need to finish, but I don't think they involve any of like the main casts getting back in the costume or anything like that. So, very minor shoots, if if any. Most of the footage was already shot. So it's just kind of been sitting there in storage for a while. They just have to like go back through and polish it up with CGI
1: or, or whatnot. Well, especially with a lot of the stuff that was cut out was uh, obviously Cyborg was supposed to be kind of the heart and soul of this Justice League film. From what I've heard, you know, we missed out a lot of his football before becoming Cyborg and all yeah, that. He- he was supposed to be a
0: much more relevant character than what he ended up being. Yeah, uh, which kind of makes sense considering. He, <laughs> I hate <laughs> to say this, but he was probably the least likely to get his own standalone movie from from that group. He's so, always in the.
1: Te- he's like part of the Teen Titans. He's a, now. I
0: love, love Cyborg. I love him yeah. from the animated series. I love him from. I, I even liked Ray Fisher's take from the the movie. So, like, I'm down to see see a little bit more development there because like they had the the parts, you know, yeah. like, they had him. They kind of set up his football career. Yeah, uh, they set up him no longer being like continue it. They had his father's research. His father's research is kind of like a big connected part of the movie because if it wasn't for him, there'd be no mother boxes in the first place. True in True. In, in the movies. So it made sense. Uh, that's kind of like what they're going to go for. Uh,
1: Borg life, I think, is his big thing. It's like yeah, him wearing these like workout shirts and stuff. I mean, I, I love that they were passionate about it, man. But uh, before we get, get or continue better yet. Can we just like stop and pause and say, "Wow, Batman v Superman really just used these files on a computer to introduce these other characters." <laughs> it doesn't Wonder yeah. Woman just look at these like files for Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg. That's kind of how they're like, "Oh, there's more meta humans out there." Oh my God, there's more
0: meta humans. It's like <sighs> why? Is, why is Jesse Eisenberg's character just like? Keeping all these on a flash drive in a mm. random computer somewhere,
1: and he made their own <laughs> little icons and stuff too.
0: <laughs> he hired a graphic designer to be like, "Okay, now I need you to design this icon for a, a very fast man." Fast man.
1: <laughs> this guy he swims underwater, so maybe like Aquaman. Stabbed camera. So I need you to make an icon for. Him. It's like, all right, yeah, all right. So he, he want
0: the fiver? Got the little five dollar option from somebody.
1: Yo. Oh, man. Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah, well, and we didn't even touch on Lex Luthor, man. And that's a whole nother thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Uh, oh, yeah. He wasn't in Justice League, though, right? He
0: was know. in the post credit scene.
1: Oh, that's right, with uh, Deathstroke, right? <laughs> on yeah, the boat? Yeah. Broke him out of prison or some stuff? Yeah. yeah. We were supposed to get uh Ben Affleck batman versus deathstroke type indie you know uh,
0: i think eventually that was the plan we're going to get a ben affleck uh, batman movie possibly directed by ben affleck mm. featuring like deathstroke but that never that really came to fruition
1: so because
0: <laughs> that would have actually been pretty amazing i think
1: i think so too man and that's the thing bro i really actually enjoy been as batman i think it's just like when that movie got shitted on he was just like dude i got a lot of stuff going on in my life you know being batman is fun (laughs) that what's that oh dude can i look it up uh i'm gonna take a second and look it up and um hey if you guys are you know listening to this or watching this on youtube thank you so much uh we're doing these episodes live on the twitch uh if you've been popping in the stream i'm gonna take a moment to look at the chat yo autumn see that you hosted. Thank you. Chicken Nug, what's up, man? Tron's just stopped in. Uh, yo, Uncle Mike's world. Thank you for the sub, my dude. Jason. Hope you're having a good night, man. Uh, GT stopped by. MJ. Lord Slug. No, Lord Slug. Oh shit. I'm thinking about (laughs) Dragon Ball Z, dude. (laughs) Ah, Dragon Ball Z movie style. Let's go. (laughs) Sedge, I'm so sorry, bro. Uh Lord Sedge. Uh Yo, Lord Sedge is part of an awesome podcast called Gaming Casual Podcast. Check it out, and he also streams on Twitch. There, I made up for it, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Jax, go. Jax was in here. Rabambi Teacher, uh, who does Pokemon content on uh, YouTube and Twitch. So check him out there. Uh, let me. Uh, yo, um, what was I looking up? Oh, I gotta look up this video about Ben Affleck. When he was doing that interview with Henry on Batman versus Superman. Oh my god,
0: the, the sad uh, Affleck. <laughs> is that F- is that what it's
1: called? Sad, <laughs> sad <I'm like>. Affleck.
0: <laughs> Yo, I was, bump, I was like, oh man, he's probably like, why did I ever agree to do this? I, I mean, know, like, bro.
1: I made a big mistake. <laughs> he looks so tired in this, man. It really breaks my heart, man. It really does. Let me flip over uh like okay. said, it's really unfortunate because i
0: i honestly love ben affleck as batman like i don't yes know if i can say definitively he's like my favorite batman but he is close to my favorite batman yo I just love the physicality and the, like the way he looks in the suit it looks so good
1: Yo, and these two look like you know uh batman and superman like i don't know like they just it it, it works like they had good chemistry yeah. or you know what i'm saying so let's see oh gosh i'm sorry guys here we go if you've had a chance to have a look at them or like your response to those no, <laughs> what oh, <they> right. <laughs> well it's it's been getting a mixed response <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i just wondered uh, whether that how, how that makes how you awkward guys feel and whether it will even affect how you. awkward i would never want to be a reporter okay <laughs> I don't think I ever am that type of person that would enjoy sitting. I need to give an honest review of how much you hate this. <laughs> I don't know if you just uh, heard the news that the movie you just worked all this time on <laughs> sucks and everybody hates it. Uh,
0: yeah, it turns out the release was a piece of garbage. How do you feel
1: about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heard you just got fired from your job. How's it, you know, imagine in real life if reporters came up to you when you went through just something like, ah, I heard you just got a flat tire and you were late to work. Uh, you know, how di- how's your day going? It's like, Hey, I'm just,
0: how did your boss take the news?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you explain to everyone? Oh my gosh. Here we go. Let me the f- film as such. Oh, Ben. Well, then- the interesting thing is that. You- Hello, darkness, my friend. have <laughs> come to talk <laughs> with you again. He doesn't want to be there right now, dude. That's how everybody in 2020 feels, right? now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, I like you, Ben. But so I'm not gonna, uh, but yo, shout out to Henry for like, hey, bro, I got you. Hey, so I think, and, and
0: <laughs> Henry Cavill is the best wingman you can have.
1: <laughs> yeah, he could t- he could just, yeah. And if you're that reporter, bro, shame on you, man. You, you you saw Ben looking down, just like. Oh, bro. <laughs> Anyways, I had to lighten it up. No, I like Ben Affleck as Batman too, man, and that's why I feel like it would have been cool to see that continuation. And man, you know what? He's a writer director type dude. I wish he would have like stood up more about what he thought Warner Brothers should have done, or had. I think that that was maybe a problem with Justice League and just the Snyder verse. Is that Zach had a little too much control and power? Do you think that that was an issue that led to? Because, I mean, who?
0: It's really hard to say. if I haven't you know, well, having actually been there to know what was going yeah, on, but that's true. I'm not saying it's not something that could have essentially happened because, you know, Ben like he was, he was probably passionate about the character at one point. Would love to have gotten his input, especially if he was in talks with one of the best to eventually direct one of the Batman movies. So uh... it would be been nice to, you know, him have some say in what happens in the previous movies you know the so it doesn't mess up anything he wanted to do but again unless you were actually there it's hard to say whether or not that actually did happen or not
1: that's a that's a fair point man that's a very fair point uh, in another reality we had that batman movie with ben f like come out first in another reality the, the roles were switched and DC was really kicking ass with their DCU and Marvel did some... What, what, would, like, be, what would be the... Mar- somewhere somewhere out there
0: exists a reality where we got Man of Steel and then we got some sequels to it. We had a Ben Affleck Batman movie. Oh. We had the Wonder Woman movie. And then mm. eventually we got a, a, a Batman team-up movie or, or whatnot or whatever they end up doing. World's Finest or something, man. Yeah, World's Finest would have been great. Like... Oh. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman team up movie.
1: Ah, oh, dude. What would have been the Marvel equivalent to the DC EU route? <laughs> so would it have been like Man of Steel would it have been Iron Man? So we would have got an Iron Man movie. <laughs> so
0: the could would have been, they go from the first Iron Man straight to Iron Man 3 and Thor The Dark World.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> and, they're, and they're all sitting there <laughs> like, what's into, wrong? Age,
0: into Age of Ultron. <laughs> it's like, oh, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. It would have been... Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, Snyder Cut, though, obviously had a huge campaign. This whole episode has been about Snyder Cut in DC, which is fun, though. I like this. Uh, I think that I've heard it from multiple people that the, the approach of some fans when it came to the hashtag release the Snyder Cut kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, almost like made people uninterested you know a lot of people are just like ready to move on anyways they're like uh ah, you know what's done is done um so I, I you know i didn't really get too much into the hype of like the social media campaigns and stuff like that obviously you had all the stars say something like yeah release the Snyder cut but obviously it's a reputation man they don't want something out there like that that's like notoriously not good or or just has a bad reputation plus it's like yo you you've got a chance to be superman or batman or aquaman and it just kind of flopped that doesn't make sense you could have been doing that job your whole life man and then if anything just go to comic-con every year and <laughs> just be like hey remember when i played aquaman back in 2000 and whatever um yeah <laughs> yeah you want my autograph um but you know that's the thing man um I don't know how I feel, honestly, about the Snyder Cut because I think it's interesting, but it's like, are we just getting an an extended version of this film? Because I've seen that with the Batman versus Superman one that I have, because I got to show my kids that this thing exists. Am I buried in the the backyard and give them a map and go, hey, you're old enough now. (laughs) Go find this. All right. Then, so then, I mean I would say we don't have
0: anything to really go off of yet. I, yeah. I've heard from people that would be in the know that there are some pretty substantial changes, and obviously uh, it has been confirmed that like we're actually going to get scenes involving uh, Side.
1: Mm. So these,
0: you know, Thanos is actually going to be in the movie instead of uh, the what's the name Steppenwolf being Steppenwolf. the villain of of this movie. I think that was a, a change they made because they're like oh well we're not doing it just like two now, so there's no point of even have a dark side in there that's like well, you probably should have still included the original villain for the script you know
1: <laughs> yo that's something there. That i'm glad you brought up that dude's name nobody remembers or cares about stefan wolf like even when it was like announced like he was gonna be this like villain in this movie it's like who what
0: it's like it's just gonna be like a fake villain are we gonna get the real villain yeah. halfway through the movie which kind of what was gonna happen yeah was kind of gonna be a threat for the first part of the movie and then bam there's the real villain right there. You like, what
1: <laughs> happened? Could, they could have used uh, Lex uh, Luthor as kind of like a Loki type character, who maybe yeah. like brings Dark Side into you know knowing about Earth, and well, he must have already known about it because like, of the like Amazon. They
0: kind of working, uh, Batman vs Superman is going kind of crazy and hearing voices from some Ooh, other part of the universe. You no, know, that's right. And then they never did anything of it.
1: (laughs) See, it's like they had like they had some really good, you know, potential. uh, But then it just I don't know. It's like sometimes like you got to just go. This is good. Stop thinking. We don't need to add anymore. But then they're like, nah, keep it going. I want this in there. You know, what if this happens? And it's like, oh, my gosh, that's what happens. You get this clusterfuck of just too much. With sprinkles of like, oh, that would have been cool if you would have just focused on that and cut all this out. But that's why I'm like, I don't know if the Snyder Cut, what your expectations should be. Because one, I don't think it's going to make it any. mm, I got to be careful about what I'm about to say.
0: I I personally think it it will be a better movie, but is it going to be a great movie? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. uh,
0: The parts of Justice League we have saw that were originally (laughs) part of Zack Snyder's vision.
1: I just want to cut that out. <laughs>
0: Can
1: the Snyder cut just be the <laughs> uh, the excess scenes and not the original film? I mean, like I just I, don't I mean, for the most part it will be. I mean, because yeah.
0: a lot of what we end up did seeing and the theatrical dressing was uh, quote unquote, Josh Whedon
1: footage. So, <laughs> and it was like
0: a lot of it actually won't be carried over to this this new project.
1: Oh, okay. And I know that there was a lot of stuff with The Flash that got cut out. There was, you know, there was a lot of things that were cut out that we actually saw in, a little bit in the trailers. And ever, ever since Justice League came out, uh, the stars and especially Zach has just been posting, like, yep, could have had this. This should have been in there. Oh, yeah, that character was there too. And this was my, he, he, I think he's even gone. Uh, you know, uh, on the record about what his uh, plan was like long term, Mm -hmm. like, yo, this is what this is what was going to happen. Um, I should have looked that up, man. I mean, I could, but I definitely encourage anybody watching or listening to this to go check it, uh, look that up, because I think there was some potential for this, I guess, Snyder verse, uh, not really the DCEU. Um, So, okay, this fast travel real quick and we're going to wrap up the Snyder talk. Uh, it's 2021 it releases on hbo max let's just say that uh, a lot of the movies that we're, we're waiting for or are expecting and even new announcements happen including dc movies do you think that this movie comes out and it's going to make you want to see more from that world and universe and those characters or are you just going to be ready to see new like Robert Patterson's Batman. Let's just move on and just get away from everything. <laughs> so,
0: despite how many gripes I could have with a lot of what we already have, mm-hmm. uh I still like part of it, and I still like yeah. a lot of the characters. But now we're, we exist in a world where they can continue focusing on those big, mainstream theatrical movies, like the yeah. new Batmans and the new whatever else they have afterwards. But now there's hbo max they could do like direct to streaming videos uh direct to streaming miniseries they could actually continue part of that universe in the streaming format they could do like a miniseries or like i don't think we'll get a full-on man of steel 2 right in, in hbo max but i think you know if they wanted to like bring ezra miller back and do like a flash miniseries they could do that they could do a Uh, uh, an Aquaman series you know they can do stuff like that and I think uh if Justice League the new Justice League cut does well they might continue looking down that path I'll
1: tell you what I see potentially as a problem for Warner Brothers HBO Max DC in general is that I know they've kind of wrapped up the animated side of things with the apocalypse war that was kind of like the finale for that but that was the new 52 right so you had that whole version those characters then you got the cw stuff then you got Mm -hmm. the snyderverse stuff and then you got the joker you know so i think they're almost like all over the place now and there's not a cons a consistent you know version for these uh, for fans and even general audiences to get attached to because somebody might like one of these but then they're gonna see this version of batman and go wait what who is what what's going on here so i think it might get confusing so I almost feel like you got to just wrap it up with after the Snyder Cut release, no matter how well it does, because you just are going to just start spreading out too much. Like you need to pick a lane and just try to put as much effort and energy and passion into making good stories and movies or shows, whatever you want to do. But DC comic books in general, people forget it. Like if you're not a comic book fan, there's multiple universes. There's multiple takes and versions of these characters. So as a fan of comics, it's not unusual, but I think what's going to happen is now you have superheroes and comics and stuff like this comic book movies are so mainstream and popular. Um, that's not just from fans of that stuff. That's general audiences that never knew what the flash was or the arrow or Batman Superman, even and stuff. So, you know, Disney plus taking the actors from the MCU and going, Hey, you know, Loki's got a show. Wanda Vision. Uh, you know, Falcon. You know, so that. But it all makes sense, and it all kind of ties in. So it, they're kind of making it so. If you're used to reading comics, you'd have these events. Marvel's really bad at doing events, by the way. They always have an event. They always <laughs> have to have something going on. Um, oh yeah. Actually, trying to actually follow a Marvel event in the comic format is almost impossible. It, it, it's impossible. <laughs> But even when they if if they didn't do them so often, usually you'd have that event and then it'd be like, well, go check out the Spider-Man, you know, current series to see this little thing that relates to the event or you know, to get this perspective. So I think Disney Plus is gonna be the platform to kind of tell the smaller stories that still connect. Cause wasn't that annoying for you and probably a lot of people when it came to Netflix, where they didn't really know if they were going to commit to being in the same universe as it's like, you know, because
0: they talked about they they referenced the 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 New York event in ah, Daredevil
1: and time. the big green guy. Yeah, well, exactly. It was like uh, on the back of yeah. yeah.
0: They're very wishy washy about it. I hate
1: that, man. Ah, so I don't know, man. I think I think we're in a time where, like you said earlier, a lot of things have stopped production or at least they are on pause. And there is a lack of updates and new news, and we've kind of gotten really spoiled and used to every day waking up and going, oh, new trailer. Oh, this new movie's coming out. We haven't really had a lot of that. So I think the Snyder Cut news would have been a big story, regardless, because of just the the, almost, I guess, the controversy uh, about the the campaign to push it out there and just like everything involved with the big names that are attached to it. but come 2021 and hopefully the world's semi-normal and uh, you know we have other things that are being released and announced, where the excitement and reaction for this cut will be and moving forward, how that's going to affect cinema and just movies in general like uh you know games are in a weird uh, a lucky place where if they have problems they can update them <laughs> they they have bug fixes but when a movie goes out and it doesn't get a generally good response you don't usually get an updated version that that oh here's 20 30 million dollars you can Fix this <laughs> go, go, go fix the movie. <laughs> uh, you didn't like this Rise of Skywalker? Don't worry, because coming on Disney Plus in 2022. Oh, God. We got a four. And that's the thing about the Snyder Cut, they, man.
0: They, oh, God. They might try to do that. that, that
1: oh, go. no. <laughs> well, are you? Wait, hold on. Are you serious? Have you heard something
0: about that? I, I mean, they have a script for it, but I don't think they filmed anything for it. So no. probably not.
1: Please just move on uh but i I, i've heard that the snyder cut is either going to be what a four hour long movie or something or it's going to be split up it's
0: It's most likely going to be a mini series
1: i think that would work better i think that would be uh, the better approach
0: i I don't know many people that want to sit down and watch a like four hour justice league movie (laughs) like it sounds cool but when you actually get in there you're just like
1: and maybe the, the pacing would be cool like you're like, oh, if I watched this all the way through like a movie, I'd be kind of like, ugh. But then like episode one ends at like a really interesting part. And you're like, oh, this mm-hmm. this just feels different.
0: I, I, I want to I know what happens next. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: All right. So we're going to talk about some Nintendo stuff. And I, I think we've got, we've kind of gone on for almost two hours now. So I think we're going to have to talk about certain things about that uh, maybe in the future if you're down with that. But just to keep on, on track just for fun talking about the DCEU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the dark universe. I know that you're a big Nintendo fan. I know that you like Pokemon, you like you like the Zeldas, you like the Marias, you like all the the the, the Nintendo, right? And I like uh, the
0: Nintendo. You yeah.
1: like the Nintendo, all right? So I have something that I need to uh, we need to uh, watch before we get into this uh, next and last topic. And I don't know how long we'll spend on here just for fun though. Um, but I want to talk about what a Nintendo cinematic universe would look like. And I would even go as far as saying that this doesn't have to be live action. So if that helps, you know, you, I know that they're working on a, um, I think they're working on a Mario movie right now, dude, aren't they?
0: Yeah. I think, uh, Illumination's doing a Mario movie.
1: Ah, okay. So maybe or, it could be
0: animation, animation studios. Yeah.
1: So it could be in in that format, um, but let me let's watch this trailer for uh, something that Nintendo has done before, um, and then we should uh, just get into geeking out about something real quick, and then we'll come to a, a close at some point. Jeez, I've been talking forever. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you guys if you're watching this or listening to this. Thank you guys so much. Like I said, go check out Loon Kao on the YouTube's uh he, and and go check out the previous episodes that he's been on we always have a good time talking geeking out about many things and it was you know i don't really get it marvel's been such the the hot topic these days that nobody really sits down and talks about dc unless it's like i don't think we were negative about them but you know it yeah, just kind of we're, we're just being honest like be honest. They, they've stumbled a bit here and there
0: so yeah. we got we gotta acknowledge the stumbles along with the good stuff they've
1: done exactly dude um so let me pause this lo-fi actually now we've transitioned the jazz hop cafe so also a youtube channel so check that out but i hope everybody enjoys this trailer for uh mm, this movie Hold up, I haven't even seen this trailer. Ever. I didn't even know <laughs> they had trailers for this movie.
0: I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. I believe that we had
1: a live-action Mario
0: this movie at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're brothers. They're plumbers. Oh no. They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess. <laughs> And a mystical meteorite. It's incredible! That gives anyone who possesses it ah! the, power the power
0: to rule the universe.
1: <laughs> get me the rock! Come and get it, lizard breath! Oh,
0: no. they must rescue the princess. Luigi! And
1: make it safely back later, alligator, to our world. Are you all right? Before time runs out.
0: Brothers, <laughs> this ain't no game. I don't
1: know if there's anything else to say besides that, dude. <laughs> what the? That's the first time I've seen that. I haven't seen, I have Super Mario Brothers on VHS over here, man, but I haven't watched it. Um, I haven't watched it in a long time. Uh, one of those saints where, like, if you hadn't told me that was Super Mario
0: Brothers, nothing about it actually tells me it's Mario <laughs>
1: I know dude I'm, I'm just watching that trailer thinking to myself like
0: it's like yeah there's a guy in red overalls and there's a guy in green overalls but other than that
1: <laughs> you heard it I'm, in the trailer he's like they're brothers they're plumbers and it's just like well yeah I mean is that all you know about <laughs> this I heard that the people who wrote this played the game for like a day or something like I heard that they really didn't do their research and I think it really shows and uh so obviously since that film, Mar uh n- well yeah, Mario, but Nintendo in general has been kind of like uh, <laughs> We're not in the movie business. <laughs> we make the video games and we're gonna stick with it. Uh but it's safe to say that we've gotten plenty of video game movies over time. Video game movies have a bad reputation, I think, of being not really good. Uh there have- are- yeah and 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 now recently we got sonic so that's like you know nintendo and sega used to be these heated rivals so you got you know the fast blue guy making movies and there's a sequel coming out so i was just thinking i was like yo cinematic universe blah 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 what how how would you do a, a nintendo a nintendo cinematic universe and so i came up with a plan or at least a phase one Everything else from there can, you know, we'll, we'll go. But um, I'm going to show that on the stream right now. If anybody uh, has uh, their own version of this, please let us know. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram, wherever pop up in the streams, either on Loon Cow's YouTube channel or over here on the Wonder Soul Twitch channel. Um, and just let us know what, what your Nintendo Cinematic Universe would be but um man uh let me let me pop this up real quick uh where did I put it uh, I think I put it over here uh yes it did bam so my Nintendo Cinematic Universe phase one would be Donkey Kong then Mario Brothers then Legend of Zelda then Metroid and then super mother uh super mother oh my God Super Mario Brothers dude I don't know if it's when I talk with right, headphones did you say-
0: <laughs> hey, you told totally get earthbound in there somewhere
1: <laughs> yo right <sighs> so, so, so like i just was like thinking okay long term smash brothers is the infinity war end game right it's a big collaboration of all these different characters
0: that, that, that's that's the uh, the avengers essentially
1: yeah and and so maybe with phase one keep it pretty simple and just get some of these core characters and then, like Marvel, once you get into like Phase Two and Three, you can start experimenting with different characters that are a little bit, maybe weirder, or, you know, that aren't so popular. Um, so, first of all, Cal, makes sense. How, how do you feel about this idea? And, and uh, do you do you have a like a, a Phase One in mind for if you were to do the Nintendo Cinematic Universe?
0: Honestly, my Phase 1 would probably look a lot like yours. Uh, I would have Donkey Kong Mario, Zelda, and Metroid as like the big four there. Okay. But I think if they're going straight into Super Mario Bros., I think I would go into a Smash Bros. Because mm. like, there have been different stages of Smash Bros., right? Like, you have your Smash Bros. 64, okay. which was basically just the, the eight characters. You know, it's relatively small scale. You could do it. Yeah. And then you, you build up to... Your end game, which would be like Super Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate, right? Like oh. you have everybody. So the every Smash. Every game universe in one.
1: So Smash Brothers would attend. You basically are, it's just the Avenger films. And you could have like Super it, Smash. it would be
0: very, yeah. Like you have your original Avengers. Yeah. Then you have your bigger Avengers. And then your bigger Avengers. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> kind of grow like that.
1: That kind of works though. You could do like literally call them like Super Smash Brothers, and then have a, a, a title under you know how the Avengers. Yeah, like it wouldn't
0: necessarily be Brawl, and then whatever oh, would, that would you know, be. You could do different subtitles, but that's that's the word I would go. So like you know you start with the original four like big iconic uh, Nintendo characters. Okay. okay. And then when you get to stage two, you need to set up who are going to be like the key players for the next Smash Brothers. Uh, so maybe it's like a Fire Emblem movie or something in Ooh. there.
1: Fire um, Emblem would be good, dude.
0: You, yeah, so you get like a Fire Emblem, you get a, a Nerf Bound or Mother, whatever you want to call it. And then like a sequel sequels to the previous movies. That's probably what I'd do.
1: Yo, bet. See, and and so like the order of like that phase for me planned out because I looked at like Nintendo's iconic releases and the order of releases and DK is one of the originals. Now this wouldn't mm. be like DK. It'd be more of, uh, in the style of like Donkey Kong Country. I think. I think that would be.
0: Yeah, that's that's the way to go. I think.
1: But I, I, I,
0: if we took the original Donkey Kong,
1: <laughs> or it's just like throwing barrels and stuff, I don't There'd think you can living, make he's a story. Throwing
0: barrels and he's the villain, and uh, you would have to like keep him as a villain or yeah. something. I don't, I don't like that. I like nice Donkey Kong better.
1: Well, okay. Well, yeah. then let me ask you how you feel about this because. In my phase one, I was thinking Donkey Kong is obviously a good guy, but he's kind of like the Hulk. So mm-hmm. maybe by the end of his movie, something kind of makes him, I wouldn't say full-on villain, but kind of like a antagonist. Like an anti-hero? Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: kind of make him like Loki in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sometimes exactly. Sometimes
0: he's good. But other times he's not so good. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and so because in the Mario Brothers movie he is the antagonist, but by the end they would everybody would get cool, and then you know you get more to this normal that because I want to say I would have saved Bowser, for like Super Mario Brothers, and then Bowser would kind of be that Loki where yeah he's a villain, but like if it all came down to it, I think Bowser would kind of be like yeah. I guess I'll help you guys out because I'm, you know, this is that
0: actually fits Bowser very well. Like every time there's like a Mario or like a Mario RPG where someone bigger and more evil than Bowser (laughs) Bowser usually says, hey, Mario, can you help me (laughs) take care of this guy so we can get things back to normal? Yeah, you're like, yeah, let's let's do that.
1: (laughs) Well, so like with the Super Mario Brothers, for me being like that Avengers film, DK would be in there. You know, the princess is obviously going to be kidnapped because that's just like, that's a trend with Bowser. Um, you would also involve and probably meet, you know, Wario, Warligi, Toad, Yoshi, different. So you'd have like, there's so many characters already right there in just Mario, where you have a lot of characters in some of these other franchises like Zelda. But really you don't, you know, like Link is pretty much a lot yeah, of- t-
0: there's a couple of key players, but they don't really- they're not so actively not it much <laughs>
1: exactly, dude. And then yeah,
0: you, got Link, you got Zelda Ganon and that's about it.
1: <laughs> well, and they're kind of changing now with like Breath of the Wild. It's kind of like almost like Breath of the Wild to me feels like a soft reboot to Zelda in some ways with this mm-hmm. with Nintendo. Sometimes when they try to get really into their stories with a lot of these characters, it kind of messes it up. But I think. Like with Breath of the Wild, it was such an open world experience and you only had those little story moments from like the memories, little captured memories, but they weren't, it was just kind of like an open book, but um, you know, they redesigned a lot of the, the, the characters and creatures and, and races, I guess, in from Zelda and stuff and gave them a fresh new coat of paint and stuff. And I like that. And, and, and Sam is, she's a bounty hunter, right? She's a space bounty hunter. Is she pretty much solo for the most part, but yeah so i can see that being something and that's almost interesting because when they do have to team up with somebody they're not really used to that they don't really have a squad but mario most of the time has you know buddies all around him they it's have almost
0: Mar- always teaming up <laughs>
1: always mario Kart, mario party mario golf mario tennis you know name it but i would I, an interesting direction for phase two would have been like at the end of Super Mario Brothers, they all get separated. You could have it so then Luigi gets his Luigi's Mansion. You got Mario. He gets maybe... You could pick one. He could do Galaxy. So maybe that's how you tie him into Samus and Metroid.
0: Have, have Samus show up in Galaxy? Yeah. Yo. There you go. <laughs> so, so that's it, an interesting idea.
1: Yeah, so they would all get kind of like... They think they won the day, but then that's when the bigger threat kind of like... Peels in, it's like, oh, you thought this, this Bowser guy is the big dog. Nah, you know, <laughs> I'm the master hand and we're going to pick you up dirty here. <laughs> you know, something <laughs> crazy like that. And then maybe on like in the Mushroom Kingdom, all you have is like Wario. And he has his Deadpool type, you know, breaking the fourth wall, joking around, uh, kind of adventure and stuff. But yeah, that was the thing about the Zelda and Metroid. Zelda would kind of have that fire emblem fantasy uh, in the past like cuz in a lot of the Zelda games it's they mess around with time time travel um and just different things like that but i think um samus and metroid would introduce a lot of the space characters like star fox f0 um gosh you, you could even do earthbound and stuff like that in some way you could have this said so it they would almost be key components to the larger scale where it would make sense yeah, absolutely. like so um, are there any characters that you feel like would just forget the cinematic universe part that deserve a movie from Nintendo that many people don't ever bring up, like besides the Mario and the and the Samus and the, and the Zeldas? Anybody that comes to mind? I know you said Earthbound, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, think, I think that could
0: be uh, a lot of possibilities there. I mean, Earthbound's kind of obscure for. <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons yeah. <laughs> especially just when you actually know about the story of it you're like oh yeah that that explains why they uh yeah <laughs> it's super <nice> mainstream, <information, laughs> but i think you could do some interesting things of that yeah I, I
1: think i think if given the chance people would actually take to it pretty well true it, maybe it doesn't maybe some of these don't need to be a movie too maybe just a a series like what we've seen with castlevania uh and I'm hoping I'm not forgetting anything. I know Castlevania. Hmm. I think some other shows had been announced that were video games, but they haven't came out yet. So maybe that's why I'm thinking like that. But um, Because sometimes these movies, like Resident Evil movies, there's a lot of them now, but they're kind of like, I don't know how you feel about the Resident Evil movies. Do you like them? Do you hate them? I've never actually seen any of them. <laughs> what? Oh, I know, right? That's no. <laughs> Just for fun in like October, <laughs> we're going to have to like <laughs> just go through Watch all the Evil movies. Oh, there's there. <laughs> See, oh, that. Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd just be funny. Um, Yeah. And then we had Doom and, and, you know, I don't know. Video games are interesting. I know we're getting that Last of Us series, right? Isn't it going to be a. M-
0: I, think, I think it's an HBO series.
1: Bro. So you're telling me that Snyder Cut and Last of Us are going to be on HBO Max. We, we live in a world. We live in a world, though, And uh, yeah, that's... and Well, I bring that up because Last of Us Part 2 is coming out soon. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. I think there's some video games that have potential. Like, they do have cool stories. They have really fun characters. So you have the choice there. Do you make it live action? Do you just make it like a... Think of like Warcraft, some of those cinematic openings that are, or, or Final Fantasy, or stuff like that, where you're like, dude, this could be a movie. This is a movie. This is so good looking and just mm-hmm. awesome. Like, just do that. Just make it longer. <laughs> make it full length <laughs> just make that and, and make it longer. Boom. Yeah, that's it. That's you got, it. You got ticket. Don't don't put too much thought into <laughs> it. Like I'm over here like tying the you know threads. Well, we'll have <laughs> Samus he'll come over here and and then this happens and and yeah Yeah, we're just like give us hour and a half big explosions (laughs) boom exactly (laughs) Uh, you know smash brothers would have fun though it would kind of be like that first adventures movie because they all kind of fight each other a little bit so you would have that kind of you know, Samus shooting at, at Link and blocking with the shield. And then Mario just kind of like, I don't know. Mario to me, just out of all these, some of these characters in Nintendo just feels like, yeah, he's just a plumber. He's just a guy. When you put him up he's against, just a guy. he's just a
0: guy. dude. To be fair, <laughs> he has a gun now, so we're good.
1: Okay, he does have some cool <laughs> things that he could, he could get. Maybe Princess Peach is like, yo, Mario, before you go, I got you these things and, and here's that leaf that gives him the flying like super Mario. Oh
0: yeah. You know. Like introduced to different suits. Yeah. That'd be fun.
1: Cause then you have princess peach and princess Zelda. Like they'd get introduced and oh, it's just like a lot of fun. I think Nintendo, they're doing that theme park. Obviously the switch has been successful. Obviously these characters are iconic. I, it, it, I, I almost feel like what we've talked about in this episode about DC and Marvel and how you know yeah marvel made it up as they went now they have this formula that a lot of people are trying to imitate and haven't been successful dc being one of them but then now maybe dc goes into this just make a good movie <laughs> and we'll figure it out from there <laughs> <messed it> <laughs> so so with so many characters that are so precious to a lot of people like the nintendo characters maybe you just do these one-offs and just leave these little subtle hints. Like, oh, did I just see this in the background that was that Samus's symbol, you know, stuff like that. Like in the paper Mario trailer we got recently at the end, you have paper Mario with the Samus helmet and you're like, oh, that's just kind of subtle. You know, wasn't like, like, you don't need to explain that you can just have it
0: be a thing. Yeah. People are smart enough to understand what that means.
1: Now, what's the worst case scenario though? Do we get like an Angry Birds version of this Mario movie? Do we get like oh, God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to
0: be I, fair, I heard the Angry Birds movie was not that bad. I've tried,
1: you know what? I, I haven't I've seen, seen like it. I <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just reading what I've read on Rotten Tomatoes, man. No, just uh <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of fun potential. It's fun to think about. I think that the idea of a cinematic universe is exciting because it's in a lot of ways it is still pretty fresh for that experience of going to the movies. Uh, and that, if you just had 20 Iron Man movies, hell no. But the fact that you were able to tie these different characters and worlds together and still involve that one character. I think that's, what's really cool and pleasing about that experience and why fans can have the patience to, to, you know, Check these movies out over time and get so attached to them. Think about how many people, by the time they watch Infinity War and Endgame, were just like, "Oh my gosh, so and so is about to die." Or seeing people, like especially in Infinity War, because I'm sure the whole world's seen Endgame. But I, you know, just for spoiler safety, you know, just seeing these characters and what they've gone through to lead up to that. That's what happened with Justice League, though. They didn't have character development. I didn't have time to care about. Oh, dang. That's right. I remember that one movie when Jason Todd was killed by the Joker. Dang it. (laughs)
0: It's like, no, he's he's just been dead.
1: He's just been dead. (laughs) You know, but if you were to take your time with any of these things, I think like it all goes back to, uh, in a lot of ways, making video games. Don't need to rush it out. Just take your time with it. Get it right the first time and you'll be able to make more. But don't try to get it out there so you can keep making more you're you're it's not going to come out that well and, and especially if you batman versus superman you're just like i'm gonna throw this in here we're gonna take that put that <laughs> in and here you go and you're like damn what the hell is all what's all this <laughs> what is this this is a mess man um i mean you can have a plate full but i i don't want to take my plate and mix everything into the same stuff and then yeah like to keep everything you know tidy anyways right, for sure i don't know man i think it's funny nintendo's just got a lot of interesting possibilities moving forward. I think they have done a better job of opening up their franchises to new possibilities. Obviously they're mobile games now on like the, on Android and Apple devices. Uh, Mm -hmm. They have theme parks opening up. They have a deal with Wrangler right now where we're going to get some Mario overalls and you know, they're just, (laughs) okay. (laughs) They're, they're, they're trying. yo, uh shout out to the chat shout out to control freak should have led into batman with the jason todd story for the dc universe Ooh, bro that would have been it did you did you guys hear that rumor about J- that jerry leto's joker was actually jason todd that was like i've heard, I've heard that rumor yeah would you have been down with that if that was true because, you know, that, that Jared Leto Joker, guys. <laughs> Before I
0: saw Jared Leto's Joker, yes. After seeing Jared Leto's Joker, no thank you. Oh,
1: dude, you know what? We talked about the uh, DCEU. We didn't mention Suicide Squad.
0: That's okay. It's not worth mentioning.
1: Woo! <laughs> Woo. I'm going there. Well, what about this new one with uh, James Gunn doing it? Are you excited about that? that- that has potential. I, I, I'm i actually pretty excited to
0: see what he can do with um, his take on a Suicide Squad because it's not going to be a direct continuation. It's going to be like a reboot of Suicide Squad in a sense. So, I mean, he, he did really well with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, we'll
1: see what he can do with uh, even having more freedom than before. I wonder if he's going to have subtle shots at Marvel in that movie, you know, <laughs> like in the script. I mean, I, somebody I,
0: reference? could you imagine being fired from your job for something you said like 10 years ago? <laughs> could
1: you imagine? Well, they're all villains. I mean, you could kind of, you know, <laughs> balls to the wall, man. It's going to be interesting, but that's where I think it's also going to get confusing. It's like DC wants to move ahead, but keep certain parts of it that are that they feel is working. Right. So because Harley Quinn's going to be in that, I think. And she had her Birds of Prey thing that i think I, I i haven't seen to this day dude I, it's not that it was either good or bad i have i just don't like harley quinn as a character to be honest she's a little annoying to me um i heard that,
0: that it, you probably wouldn't like the movie oh yeah
1: now <laughs> no now, now the anime series that's on okay hbo yeah, max that, that's awesome. hbo yeah. max listen to us just take dc universe absorb that shit and and then I'll, I'll 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 watch titans i'll watch doom patrol i'll check it all out bro i might at that point it'd be worth it but i ain't about to get dc universe and hbo max hell no nah. <laughs> um let's see control freak said i haven't heard much about it yet i'm curious about what they will choose to do with the inner character activities i feel dc has a better market for live action TV and animated movies, I can't stomach Titans. Ooh, dude, I thought Titans looked pretty dope from what I was seeing.
0: I was curious about it, but I watched the first episode and I was just kind of like,
1: <laughs> I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling it?
0: Really? I wasn't feeling it. I what, might give it what another chance, it? but what, wh- like the visuals were really low budget and cheap. And yeah, like the previews had this... Um, like really edgy robin he was like running around saying f batman and stuff and then he got into the show and yes that's that's kind of what he's doing he's just kind of running around saying f batman all the time (laughs) i was like (laughs) i don't know what i'm watching but this does not feel like a dc comic
1: now they look cool like that looks like a cool robin i would have liked him to be ben affleck's robin that would have worked out um and i like the you know I like certain choices, but I think, you know, you have a whole generation that's so used to Teen Titans and now Teen Titans go. And then you have this version of the Titans. It's like, what? It's kind of like the Christopher Reeve Superman meets snapping people's necks, you know, Superman. And it just has that such a contrast. Not saying that either one works better than the other. You just are taking something that people are used to and then you're just like flipping it on his head. Um, I want to show you guys this one thing before we we're probably gonna wrap up here in the next five to ten minutes at the most. Um, but uh control freak in the chat here is saying, I am so disappointed with the character design, they are like cheap cosplay, shots fired, yeah. It's so much worse than costumes out there in the portrayal of Robin. If that was Red Hood, not Robin, that would work. Wow control control knows his stuff man he likes the he likes the the comic books uh let me get this nintendo thing off and once i do that bloop. all right i need to watch the harley quinn show for the for this character alone um so if, if anybody has any history watching this tell me what you think because i've heard a lot of good things about it so we're gonna watch a little bit of this and then uh, we'll, we'll start to wrap things up, guys. Thank you for hanging out in this episode uh, during the stream on YouTube or if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you so much. Let's check this out real quick. Oh, man. I got... The Dallas Cowboys. Incorrect. The Steelers have won the most games at Gotham Stadium. I'm going to blow up Gotham <laughs> Stadium. My chicken is rubbery. <laughs> Mm, your beef looks good. Uh, fine, I might finish that. Oh, well, then what, what? are we doing? <laughs> so, well,
0: let's talk about dinner. Isolated I'm you, the the writers of the show like they, right? they they're very self aware of what they're working with here. To to <laughs> exactly. <stupid> <laughs> because of it. Feelings, exactly. This is a monumental night for young Joshua. <laughs> Chicken satay. Yeah, sure. I will blow you up, you chicken <laughs> satay. Oh, Look, I am stomping on your fish. Stop it. Pick hey. card. When my
1: mind's set, it is
0: set. <clears throat> Hell, they blew out three electric shock machines at Arkham trying to get through to me. I am done
1: giving that clown second chances. Is your card the Three of Hearts? No. Fuck. okay there's so much more there's so much more yo that version of bane and one of the best things to come out of the dark knight rises because if we're if we haven't i haven't brought it up but the dark knight rises was a little i wouldn't say disappointing i wouldn't say disappointing that's not fair i'd say it just was like you had the dark knight and that was so good it almost felt like it didn't matter what you did right that a lot of things weren't gonna live (laughs) up to that empire strikes there, there was back Return of Jedi? Against it at that point yeah so i think that's like,
0: what how, like, how are you gonna follow up that portrayal of the joker in a sequel movie it's like you're, you're not going to it's just not gonna happen
1: i know i heard that nolan wanted to continue with the joker in the sequel had Heath not passed away so it's unfortunate you know and like we said earlier rest in peace heath ledger and you know, that would have been really crazy. Cause the scarecrow came back. I mean, it was kinda like this this whole combination. Uh let's see. Control Freak says the, the Harley Quinn show is really good with making Bane a side villain. <laughs> Yo, it's just his it's it's that accent like, oh, I'm going You know, I love that. That's <laughs> it's so funny. And the like you said, they're almost so self-aware and they they kind of know what they're doing with this Harley Quinn you know because it's a adult animated humor and it's funny it's so but i haven't seen it they only, like they kind of in the end they did
0: make him a side villain they just tried to make it a, a twist <laughs> that didn't work out
1: <laughs> well he's also obviously the bronze right like bane yeah. but but that's the thing in the comics bane is super smart like really intelligent they only until you saw like uh the freaking batman and robin which we forgot <laughs> uh bane's in this and he's just like this he's got all that green uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um man we've had fun man we've had fun thank you loon cow for being on the show dude well, thank you for having me yeah dude this was fun man uh there's a couple things that uh, i i did mention to you about talking about and we didn't get to them in this episode, but dude. Come back and get your stamp and you're gonna get that free uh that free let's go when <laughs> <Yo. laughs> we'll get it we'll work it out man um shout out to everybody who came in to this stream um and let me go ahead and go through the chat here. I see control freak is still here, guys. If you're listening to this or watching this, check him out on Twitch. He is also part of the Gaming Casual Podcast, which is also a really good podcast to check out um, big shout outs to Uncle Mike's bro. Check him out on Twitch. Trons, I see you there. Uh, who else popped in? Uh, Jason. Hermes Game Corner. Uh, GT. Lord Sedge, not Lord Slug. Uh, King MJ. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jax. And if anybody, if you're watching this later, thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to, uh, make these episodes... Uh, enjoyable for everybody no matter when you watch them so if you watch them here live on twitch obviously love to have you part of the show part of the chat um but life is busy so if you don't catch the live stream these are available on youtube hey you don't want to watch this on youtube you got a lot of stuff you want to do you just want to listen to it well following monday it's going to be on apple Podcasts and spotify so with that all being said Loonkow, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This episode, episode 155, Wonder Talk featuring Loonkow, the trilogy. I'm pretty sure we've done like three Wonder Talks with Loonkow or (laughs) something like that. that. Um, Before we do go, man, uh, one last time, would you like to tell people where they can find you, what you got coming up, uh, what you're working on right now, anything you would like to plug for yourself and then we'll we'll wrap things up, man.
0: Absolutely. So I am continuing to be putting out... Uh, gaming content over on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash Luton Kyle. I've been uploading almost daily for the past couple of weeks. It's it's been quite the uh, quite the process over there, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And you can also find me on Twitter, just tweeting about random stuff once in a while uh, at Luton Kyle.
1: Hey, there you go, there you go. Definitely check out his YouTube channel. This guy is a fantastic guy, fantastic friend of the podcast and everything. Uh, we've known jeez man i feel like we've known each other now ever since i started to two, year.
0: two years now i think
1: whoa time flies when you're having fun bro it's crazy oh, absolutely and uh wasn't it the announced the pokemon dlc for sword and shields coming out this month
0: yes they ju- they just released the uh the announced date for that so that's going to be the 17th? 17th of this
1: month yes so we got just like two weeks to go Ooh, are you going to be doing stuff on your youtube channel for that
0: yeah, so that's going to be keeping me very busy. I'll be nice. I'll be out there releasing guides and how-tos on all the new stuff that we're going to be getting. So look forward uh, to that.
1: Are you going to be doing anything like with The Last of Us Part 2 or anything like that? Or is that going to be something you want to kind of do on your own time? Because I, I know I'll you're probably excited for it. I'm doing me. that on my
0: own time. Like I might cool. be doing a thing here in Discord once in a while. Cool. But uh, I don't think I'll be doing anything on my YouTube channel for that.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Just wanted to make sure we didn't leave anything out uh, alright guys, uh, this is a part in the episode. If you're listening or watching this on YouTube, we're about to wrap stuff up. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Wonder Soul. Till next time, do good, take care, and we'll talk to you. Thank you for
0: listening to Wonder Soul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wondersoul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate. And review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support.
1: Wonder Soul hopes you have yourself a good day.